welcome to Widowcast Podcast, where you'll find the strength to get through your journey and the skills to coach other widows to do the same. This is not a grief group. This is your journey. This may just show you the way to make something amazing come out of the emotional pain and trauma of widowhood. I'm your host, Joanne Philomena. I'm the best-selling author of Widowed and of The Widow Coach, and I'm a professionally certified life coach. Let the healing and your personal journey back to who you are begin. Hello, everyone. It's episode 78, class three of The Widow Coach's class. And I'm going to share with you some of what I teach in class three. It's, you don't get it all. And the reason I tell you that is because we have so much give and take in that class and discussion and questions. And I coach people in the class. Um, there's no way I could actually give you the class here in podcast format. But I'm having a lot of fun sharing some of the information that comes with each class in the Widow Coaches class. So today I want to talk about your six core needs. They're the six basic human needs. I learned about this from Tony Robbins. If you don't know who Tony Robbins is, you can Google him and find out a whole bunch of stuff. He's often referred to as the father of life coach movement in this country. I don't know if he thinks of himself as a life coach. He does... um, He doesn't like to think of himself as just a motivator. He does so much more than that. But anyway, Tony talks a lot about the six basic human needs. All right. This is different than Maslow's hierarchy of needs. So if you are someone who's familiar with Maslow's hierarchy of needs, that's not what this is. That's a different discussion. We all have six very basic human needs. All right. Some of those needs are more important to us than others. And that's what makes us all different from each other, too. Because you'd say, hey, if we all have the same six basic needs, that means we're all the same people, which maybe on some level we are. But that my needs, my priority needs are not going to be the same priority that you put on your needs. And all of us have distinct needs that are like the highest priority in our life. So what are these six basic emotional needs and what do they have to do with you as a widow? I'll tell you. The first need is the need for certainty. That's the need for safety, stability in your life, right? Security, comfort. You want your life to have some predictability to it. You want some control and consistency to your life. That is certainty. Other people may have a high priority need for variety in their life. The need for variety is the need for surprise and challenges, excitement, difference, some adventure, change, novelty. Some people are really high in that need. They're the daredevils of our planet, for sure. There's a need for significance. That's you want to have meaning. You want to feel special. You want to have pride and be needed and wanted, have a sense of importance. There's a need for love and connection. That's the need for communication, 
united approval, attachment, feeling connected with, intimate with another person, right? We want to be loved by other human beings. There's a need for growth. That's a need for constant emotional, intellectual, spiritual development. And there's a need for contribution. That's the need to want to give beyond ourselves. We want to give and care and protect and serve others. Those are the six basic needs. The first four of those needs are very human needs. The last two of those needs, Tony talks about as being spiritual needs, the need for growth and contribution. Those first four needs are almost like opposites in pairs. We have certainty and we have variety, which are kind of opposite of each other. And then we have significance and loving connection. So what does this mean for you? It means that you may have had needs that were a high priority before your spouse passed away. And when your spouse did pass away, maybe the emphasis and priority on some of your needs shifted. For sure, what probably happened was no matter how independent we are as human beings, our spouses over the years fill some of those emotional needs for us. They're playing a role in our lives. And when they pass away, all of a sudden you have emotional needs that are important to you that are no longer being met because your person's gone. And that's why when you lose your spouse, it feels like there are some big gaping holes in your soul. At least I felt that way. And many, many widows I've talked to feel that way. Those holes are holes in your emotional needs. Now, here's the thing with an emotional need. Let's say your spouse was your cheerleader in your life. I know this is true for so many of us. They were the one person that when we said we we're going to try to do something, they were like, yeah, you got this. You are so amazing. You always say you're going to do these things and you do them and it blows me away. They're like our big cheerleader. And when they're gone, we don't have that cheerleader anymore, right? That was filling a need of, in us for significance in our life. We knew we were significant to them. And now there's a hole in our need for significance. So when you are not meeting one of your own emotional needs, you're, you are so driven on a very basic level to have those needs met, that you will meet your needs and it won't matter whether it's in a positive way or in a negative way, because there are both positive and negative ways you could fulfill any of these needs. And if you become desperate enough to fulfill a need, you will do anything to fill that hole in your soul. Right? So... If you are not meeting your core needs, you might meet them in other ways that are just not healthy or good. Smoking. Smoking actually could fill a need for certainty in your life because it's something you can count on. It's got a pattern to it, right? It kind of calms you down, it gives you comfort, makes you feel stable when you smoke. Those of you who smoke now or used to smoke, you know what I'm talking about. 
It's easy to go back to smoking when you have that need, that gaping hole in your soul. And the truth is, smoking can fulfill more than one need for you. It can give you variety in your life. It can make you feel a sense of connection. If you work in an office and the people who smoke go outside to a certain restricted area where they can go have a cigarette in the middle of the morning, right? So you go hang out there. They're kind of, they kind of become your posse because you're all outside smoking together. It starts to fulfill a need for connection. And when something you're doing fills more than one need, there's a real potential there for it to become an addiction, a smoking addiction, drinking addiction, because these are filling needs more than one emotional need in your life. Doing that. Now, how can these needs be negatively filled and positively filled? The need for significance, you could fill that need by creating something amazing in the world. Or you could fill that need by putting down other people so that you feel more important. Either way, it fills the need for significance. I think it's worth the time to take a look at these needs and understand what it is that you feel is most important in your life to you right now. And you don't have to think of them in terms of certainty, variety, significance, love and connection, growth and contribution. You can just think of it in terms of what is really important to me right now. Maybe my kids' family is super important to me. Maybe I have this overwhelming desire to travel, and that's super important to me right now. You're going to write that down. Family, travel. Maybe you are wanting some form of financial security. You don't feel real stable and secure about your finances. You want to tick that box, write it down. Write down, like, you know, three, four, five, six. Think of all the things that are just really important to you in your life right now. Then... Start comparing them to each other. Take the first thing on your list and compare it to the second thing and really check in with yourself and ask yourself, which one of these is more important to me right now? And then whichever one is, compare it to the third thing on the list and say, between this and that third thing, which is more important to me? And then take that item and compare it to the fifth thing and the sixth thing, whatever many you have on your list. Until you identify what is your most important thing to you right now. Write that down. Put a number one by it. Then go back to your list and start over. And start comparing down the list the same way to discover what is going to be your number two most highest need. Remember, you're making this list only for yourself. There's nobody watching over you. There's nobody who's going to hold you accountable for it. So if you put travel at the top of the list above your kids, no matter. And I'm telling you, I've had a lot of widows put travel right at the top of their priority. Okay. Um, and I think that's because even though maybe we had a strong sense of certainty in our life before our spouses died, maybe our spouse was the one that was providing a lot of variety in our life because they were the ones that were the risk takers and they might push us to go do things we wouldn't normally do. Suddenly they're gone. 
And now you're just staying in this, this little place of certainty. And after a while, if you are too much in certainty, it begins to get boring. You're like, I need a little something different. I need to just like get in my car and take a drive somewhere, go somewhere awesome. And travel suddenly jumps to the top of your list. It's amazing to know that. If you can identify that, then you can start finding ways to fulfill that. Maybe you can't afford a vacation in Puerto Vallarta, but you can certainly take a day trip somewhere, go somewhere with friends. I had a widow who said there were so many beautiful um, libraries in her area, in the state that she lived in, and she wanted to go explore all those libraries. She was curious about them. So she started each week just doing a little day trip to go to a different library in a different town and see what it was like. That was so cool. And it really kind of satisfied that need to want to get out and do more. So those are the basic core needs. Most of us primarily need to focus on two and they, those two become the primary driving force in your life. Those two needs you want to experience and you want to find ways to get them met in your life. And know that your needs may change over time too. And you will want to or need to reevaluate as you go. So that's something that we talk about in class three. We discover our priority core needs. We evaluate them. It's wonderful if you work with a coach to help you uncover what is really important to you in your life right now and help you find ways to satisfy that in your life. So if you would like to work with a coach, I've certified some widow coaches. It's what I do. And now I'm developing this amazing network of certified widow coaches. Most of them are happy to do a free session for someone who just wants to explore what it's like to be coached. So reach out to me, email me at Joanne, J-O-A-N-N at JoanneTheLifeCoach.com and just tell me, I would really love to have a free session with one of your widow coaches. Tell me just a little bit about you. That always helps me match you up to someone like, how old were you when your husband passed away? Do you still have little kids at home or not? Just give me a little background and I will connect you with one of my certified widow coaches who'll reach out to you and maybe set up a day and time that you both can jump on the phone together and she'll give you a free session. You could talk about your basic priorities right now and she can help you give you some perspective on your own thinking to get those in view for yourself. So get out there, have a fabulous week. Enjoy springtime as it's coming on. And I will talk to you next week with class four. Thanks guys.